0: I said they couldn't do it. I said they'd never do it again. And they did it. They did it. The Warriors did go 9-1 in the first 10 games. The Warriors did go back to the finals with the same crew, including Wiggins and Poole, which I thought they needed another star. Apparently they don't. And now I have had uh, a couple of thoughts and a couple of revelations. One, you're welcome. I mean, the mush continues. So, if that's what it takes, like, maybe I'm technically the biggest Warrior fan out there. And two, I'm ready to lay down. I'm ready. I'm ready to change. I'm tired. Dead tired. I'm, I am sl- I, I didn't sleep a wink last night. All I could think about was how do I prevent taking so many damn L's. On these warriors, so I figured out a plan at around three fifteen in the morning last night when I was scrolling TikTok and looking at summer league outfits on Pinterest. Dark, deep hole, and then I thought to myself, I have an idea. I'm gonna bet the Warriors to win every single fucking game until Steph Curry re- retires. Dead serious. Dead, I'm not joking. This is not a bit. This is not a bit. I am dead serious. Without exception. I'm Preseason, I'm betting them in the preseason games. Summer League games, I'm going to bet them every game in the regular season. Steph Curry, preseason MVP, future. Uh, finals, MVP, future. Klay Thompson, finals, MVP, future future I'm going to bet them every series in the playoffs because we know they're going to get there again I'm going to bet them uh they're over on their win total in the futures market I'm going to bet them to win the west I'm going to bet them to win it all all by September every single year until Steph Curry is no longer a warrior if the Warriors lose <laughs> Do you think I care about that? Do you think I care if the Warriors lose and I lose money because of it? Do you think I've changed? No, I've not changed. I'm just finding a new strategy. I'm just finding a new way in. And it's, I'm going to be rooting for them. You're gonna, it's going to sound like I'm rooting for them. But you know in my heart, I'm rooting against them. You know what I mean? Chess, not checkers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to say that there's still a dynasty. I've already started it. I've already started on every hit. Best franchise I've ever seen. Who cares that the first ring that they won without KD wasn't with Kyrie because he was injured in game one and was missing Kevin Love. Who cares about that? Who cares about that? Who cares that they gave up a 3-1 lead to the Cavs without Kevin Durant? Who cares? They're still the best team. They're light years ahead of everyone else. If I lose the money, I don't care. I've started to make my own iced tea at home. The money that I spend on all the d- is now just going to mushing the warriors. It's called the Mor- the warriors mush fund, and I'm either going to be extremely rich or extremely happy, and either way, it's a win for me. Cha-ching, cha-ching. It's either am uh, I'm I'm like eating off of warriors tears, or I'm eating steak dinners off of warriors dubs. Who cares, Dub Nation? I'm ready. I'm ready, Dub Nation. And we talk about the Warriors moving forward a lot. But it's fascinating to hear Steve Kerr reflect on how they got back to the finals after missing the playoffs two straight years. What was the reason? What was the answer that Steve Kerr said, you might wonder? Steph Curry. Because why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? It's always Steph. It was always Steph Curry. Steph War- Wardell. Stephen Curry. Curry. Everything good about the Warriors revolves around Steph. Take out Steph, no more light years. So Kerr said that the genesis of this team, I guess, sh- shedding their skin or becoming a butterfly again out of being a caterpillar, was when he signed his four year, $215 million extension. Unlike a lot of stars, <coughs> LeBron James, <coughs> LeBron. Curry put almost no pressure on the Warriors to quote-unquote win now and get another star. Kerr said a lot of stars would have said, no, you have to trade all these young assets for a star. I need a star. Organizationally, the decision was let's grow these young guys so we can have a bright future. Very few people in Steph's shoes would have said, all right, I'll embrace it. Let's go to work. Instead of making a big splashy trade like they were saying maybe they would go out and get Beal. Remember that. That was big news. Ben Simmons. Thank God they didn't do that. Whoa. They used their two first rounders on young players, Kaminga and Moses Moody. Very young. Probably never going to truly, truly contribute in a meaningful way while Steph is in his prime. But they don't care. He's going to be changing diapers. He doesn't care. Don't even get me started on James Wiseman. We've talked about that a million, bajillion times. But Steph just listened to Bob Myers, and the plan was we're going to win now. We're going to keep this team together. The core is staying together. And we're going to draft a bunch of youngsters so that this team never falls off a cliff. We got a big mortgage on this Chase Center. We're not about to go back into mediocrity when your little ass retires. And they asked Steph, hey. Oh, also, by the way, Draymond fell in line. He even voiced his support for Kaminga on draft night all the way from Japan during the Olympics, if you remember. And so they asked Steph why he didn't use his leverage. And Steph said... That's not how I operate. There were conversations and different paths to take, and we all had conversations about going different ways, meaning they probably didn't initially agree. But at the end of the day, I have a lot of trust in Bob Myers, a lot of confidence in what we're about. There was no panic. Obviously, it helped that we won a couple of championships. That affords some patience. But there was no panic in terms of getting me, Clay, and Draymond another run at it. Figuring out how we could get pieces around us to make it work—just patience at the end of the day. And now, they're back to the finals. <laughs> they have Jonathan Kaminga, who's bouncy. Only 19. He came off the bench three times this playoff series, gave the Warriors 18, 17, and 17, three separate playoff games. What? And then Moses Moody, who nobody expected to do anything right away, he spent most of the season in the G League, then out of nowhere gave the Warriors 10 minutes and 7 points in a closeout game. Ridiculous. Not to mention they found Gary Payton second literally inside of a couch cushion. (laughs) Literally... They cut him, and he was like, can I just still stay around? Like, do you mind if I just, like, still come to practice? Do you have to pay me? I'm just going to hang around. And then they signed him. Only the Warriors. Dub Nation, we in here. (laughs) Discarded. Nobody wanted him. Has me sick to my stomach. It tastes bitter, sour, like a bad diet. The Warriors are back to the finals with just their core three by not panicking, taking on a contract they would might live to regret like L.A. did with Russell Westbrook, but instead they just put their faith in Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole, who's only 22, by the way, and a guy named Gary Payton II. And they got to the verge of the promised land because Steph put his faith in this Silicon Valley crazy mindset of winning now and winning later simultaneously seemed crazy and still probably does seem crazy to most folks on the outside even me while still simultaneously building for tomorrow in a sustainable way golden state fans don't deserve this they don't they didn't do anything to deserve it they never did a thing they just continue to be entitled but it's okay i'm gonna profit from it and we are fully aboard no negative commentary any more about the Warriors, you're not going to get me. You're not going to trick me. It's all Warriors. I'm. It's gold. Gold blooded. That's what they call it. Absolutely gross. Absolutely gross. Alright, really quickly before we run, because I gotta go. We got another show to do. It's over. It's a wrap. Boston about to kill the Heat. Thank God. The Heat are a hospital wing. They have no half-court offense. Jimmy Butler's on one knee. Kyle Lowry's 30 pounds overweight with one hamstring. Victor Oladipo is the only serviceable guy they have right now. Tyler Hero off of bad groin. I mean, it's bad. Miami had a hard time scoring in the half court when everyone was healthy, let alone where they're at now. The only shot that we have, we, I don't even know what we call it, non-Warriors fans have, I promise I will not say this anymore, is if Boston wins this series because Boston's obviously a much better team than the Heat. Miami needs to go now after another score to open up the half-court offense. I'm thinking, I'm hearing a lot of conversations around Bradley Beal. How they get him, I don't know. Are they going to trade Jimmy? It doesn't feel like that. That certainly doesn't help them. They need Jimmy and somebody like Beal. Do they trade Bam? I'm not sure. But it does feel like for them to be the number one team in the East and consistently being slept on because we didn't trust Jimmy and we didn't trust Bam and all these other randoms, and they are randoms. Max Struess, of course he went 1-for-11 in a big game. Like, he's Max Struess. He's undrafted. Like, Omar, you're Steven. Like, yeah, he's Omar, Omar, you're Seven. Yurt Seven. That's his name. That's his name. Of course, Duncan Robinson's overpaid. He he went to, like, Wellesley and then transferred to Michigan. These are not good blue-chip players. Like, Victor was the b- biggest blue-chip player that you have, and he has to have a funeral for a knee. So they need to figure it out. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think that's about it. Like, yes, they went to the Finals. Yes, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. But somehow in your heart, in your soul, when you say to yourself, is this Heat team prepared for the future, what do you say? Is it yes? Not to me. That half-court offense, I am so glad I don't have to watch another Heat game for a while after this. And I had 25-1 to odds on them to win it all. I could have won a lot of money. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to watch another second of that terrible, terrible team play ugly, L.A. Lakers-style basketball. Get it out of here. Get it out. What happens next? I don't know. I think Pat Riley's going to be active just like Dallas will. They need to figure out what to do with Kyle Lowry, though. Kyle Lowry, because he's making $40 million, and hes 37000000 or $37 million, uh, 30, $37, seven, 30, $20 million a year for two more years, and he's 37 years old with an injury history. So... What do you do? <sighs> Figure out a way to get him to retire. That's what you do. Buy him out. Maybe he'll be healthy next year and help him. I know hes a- Turn him into Eudanas Haslam. There it is. I fixed it. That's all the time that we have for the heat check. We'll be back on Monday with a new episode, so follow us as things continue to bubble up for the finals. Look for live podcasts. Also, we're going to do those on the Odyssey app. Also, I might be going remote on the road so if that happens i will let you know please do not forget please do not forget to download subscribe please tell your friends follow us on social at heat check and trista crick